Work and life harmony. It's not only about work-life balance. I think that's what everybody thinks when I mention that. It's part of it, but it's also about harmony within yourself, harmony in your career, and doing the things that you love. And then it's also about creating harmony in the workplace between coworkers and leaders and leaders being able to create harmony. And ultimately, it's about creating harmony that goes out into the world. I am so pumped to have Dr. Nirvana Likes of Likes Dental here today. She is, I should secretly say this, I always secretly say this, I shouldn't say it out loud, but she is, I won't say my fave client because that'll cause controversy, but I'll say my ideal client. And I'm going to make that make sense in a moment on why she is. Um, She has an awesome practice in Lakewood, Illinois. Dr. Likes opened her dental practice, Likes Dental, in 2008. Uh, Her practice focuses on complete health and cosmetic dentistry. Family is very important to her and her whole team. And uh, she is, and I often say it this way, let's see, Dr. Likes. She has a husband, Jason. She's a mother of four children, two kittens, and a puppy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes. And what I didn't know about you when I was reading your bio is, I mean, of course, I know that you enjoy health and fitness and sports. I didn't know you had done all those marathons. And this I do know for a fact. She is a personal growth warrior. Welcome, Dr. Likes. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Excited. Because it's going to broadcast on Valentine's Day. And so it's about self-love. Self-love is the new self-discipline. You have so much love, you know, love for your profession, your industry, your community, love for, excuse me, your team, love for your family. And one of the things that I think we've been working on, if I could be so bold to say, is making sure you carve out that time to love yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think that was, that's really the, the, what we came up, just to catch you all up, what we came up with last year for her um, sort of um, climax moment in the coaching was that this self-love or being a stand for your own work-life balance was a non-negotiable Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I think as a woman, we're always doing so much for everyone else and that you almost forget unless, until you're reminded that, no, these are things I'm allowing to happen. Mm -hmm. So when you kind of put your foot down and say, no, this is non-negotiable. This is the, this is what I need to happen in order for happiness. And then that's happiness for everyone, Mm -hmm. right? Because if I'm happy, my team is happy. My husband is happy. And so, yeah, I, I just had to stop and say, no, I really need this to happen. And it's non-negotiable. My schedule is non-negotiable. My, you know, my calendar is non-negotiable because the second I start saying yes, yes to this, then no happens to here and these things. And then my kids get neglected or whatever it may be. So um, that was very important. And I love fiercely. I love everyone fiercely. I'm very passionate. So when I do something, I'm going to do it full out. And as many dentists are, you know, type A, big personality. I don't know if I would say big personality. I'm not a big personality, but 
you know, we're very strong willed people, very stubborn, and we want to do things. We're perfectionists and, mm-hmm. and many other pe- types of professions are the same way, but, um, you know, we do so much for other people and our patients and, and then we don't realize that we're getting burnt out. You know, it's, it's critical. It is a non-negotiable factor. Let's kind of back up. Cause this is a question I've never even asked you before. And let's start with what, what had you go into dentistry, your love of dentistry in your community and then having a private practice. I don't think I've ever asked you that before. No, I actually was pre-med going into college and I wanted to be a pediatrician. Okay. And um, ultimately I really kind of researched individual professions like a chiropractor or nursing or just um, Mm -hmm. in dentistry. And um, it just was something that I I really liked the medical, the science, and then I really loved art. Um, and I was really good with my hands and I've always had a creative part to me mm-hmm. and I really liked the science. So I kind of researched and I came up with dentistry. What about the desire to have your own practice? Cause that's a whole different aspect of it. That's being an entrepreneur and having a business and yeah. Yeah. I've always been an entrepreneur at heart. Um, tell that. when I was little, my mom tells the story of how I, she'd go grocery shopping and those chocolate striped Keebler elf cookies. I would just put them on a pan and walk around the block and selling to my neighbors, you know, used to read the babysitter club books. And then I formed my own club and I got babysitting gigs growing up. And, um, so going into dentistry, I really liked the medical part of it and then the science of it. And then the, the art of it and knowing that I could be my own boss was a bonus. I knew I'd always own my own practice. And we always, um, Nirvana and I always bond. Some things we're like extremely alike on and some things we're so different and that's why we compliment. I want you to know I was a Girl Scout and didn't sell a cookie. Like, <laughs> like I, I was supposed to sell it and I was scared. So that's always been my issue. Um, so I really admire you. And what, the reason why I said you are the ideal client, I really want to really say, preface it to say, you, in my opinion, are the ideal business person let me say that if you can receive this compliment because I did I was doing a podcast or a talk not too long ago and I was talking about the people who have the business acumen that entrepreneurial spirit not only entrepreneurial spirit but literally can you know get to the bottom line and make sure their business is thriving and growing so that they actually can serve their community and they're also have that acumen of leading and you can actually engage and you know, really be a people person too. There's not many people that can pull that off. And then in a, in a, in a practice like dentistry, you've got threefold, really. You've got the art and science of your craft that you're doing literally all day. And then you've got owning the business and keeping that thriving. And then you're leading a team and you, my ideal client and friend do all three marvelously. So first and foremost, I just want to celebrate you. Um, and yeah, because the thing we're going to segue into is also your love of your team Mm -hmm. and that is her greatest strength. And then all of our greatest strengths are also what we're going to be unfolding today too, can be our greatest weakness. Because when we, you and I began to talk, it was, I care about my team so much. I care and listen, everyone, and I want leaders to really get this. She even cared about a team member at the time that was didn't, you know, 
is not there anymore. She cared about her from a career development standpoint, knowing that if she really helped her figure out what she wanted to do, she might not be there anymore. Mm-hmm. So you care about them from a personal perspective, their work-life balance, their personal goals, their career development. You care. I do. Yeah. And what we decided was I, we needed to partner because can you be their career coach, their life coach, their goal coach, their dream coach without burning yourself out? And one of my very favorite quotes that I read recently talked about the fact that burnout and this in its origination even was a form of caring too much. Mm-hmm. So I say your greatest strength of caring, yeah. caring, caring is can also be what can hurt you and it has it definitely has and you decided to do something very unique and that was to not only have me come on and coach your team and help them to fulfill their dreams and goals and to spend some time with you and your hubby coaching on dreams too and just talk a little bit about why a personal growth warrior understood the importance of that well um I think it's a very personal, I don't think I know, it's a very personal thing. So to have someone um, really personalized and customized and really get to know you as a person, myself, and then where I'm coming from and my background, because both as much as I love my work, my family is very important and they both are always, you can't ever separate the two. So um, having my husband on board was important for helping each other know the relationship and how we can support each other and then how he can support me and what I wanted to do for my office. And then the team, you know, just, that was just bonus because we learned so much and build that relationship amongst every single individual. I'm going to share this awesome picture of your team because I think it depicts you guys so perfectly and it really also segues into your love of your community that's one of my favorite ones I want to share this with our audience um first of all it says so much it says dream until your dreams come true because that's what we're focused on with your team each team member created a 100 dream list and then I'm coaching them on their top three five seven ten dreams And this particular picture is a community service event that you all were doing. Tell us about that. Yeah, we went to Feed My Serving Children um, and volunteered our time and some hours, uh, you know, um, packing food for children. And then Like Stenel donated over $600 um, to that great cause. So we want to say, I need to also say as far as teams go, and I say this very delicately as well, this is also the ideal team that I'm coaching. Everyone takes personal and professional development so seriously. They take, we were speaking of the fact that we had that team member who left and transitioned another one in. And when that gap was there, I honestly have never, you know, I've been working with teams and leaders I like to say 20 years. There's really more, but I don't even want to say that because it says my age. So let's just say 20 years. And the team was like, wait a minute, because I think we were trying to figure out, like, what are we going to do to divide this stuff up? And we were going to talk about it next week. The team was like, no, no, no. We're going to talk about it right now because each and every one, we're going to divide this task and get it done. And we're talking about hygienists. We're talking about dental assistants and the front office all coming together to do the administrative things. And 
you all come together the team meetings i literally want to record them and make it a reality show because the team meetings are so just supportive and creative the thing that's so interesting to me that i find in the our profession and i'm talking to other coaches and trainers those that are personal and professional development warriors just continue to want to build and build and be better and better and better. And oftentimes in my profession, people think that you only go to a coach if something's wrong or broken, not to go from good to great or great to greater. Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure that we give your team their A and just know that they're working to get the A+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Before I share with you what I can't wait to do, which is to share the clip of your team member who is an appointment coordinator, Nasaria, her coaching session. I want to talk about one more piece of love because we've talked about love of their profession, um, the aspect of loving yourself, loving your team, loving your community. We would be remiss if we didn't talk about the love of your adorable family. So let's just talk <laughs> a little bit more about that. I'm a wife and a mom first. Like my family is the most important thing. So. Um, my husband, I met him when I was 15. We, we just support each other. We are, he's my person. Mm. And I've always wanted to have a huge family. And, uh, and I'm very blessed. Very, very, very blessed. I have a 15 year old, a 12 year old, two, those are the boys. And then the girls are the 10 year old and the four year old or the surprise blessing at the end. Yeah. And um, I could, couldn't imagine life without her. Mm. So and, and we I, went from you know, no animals to three animals. This yes. Year, so. Even I was like, are you sure? Okay, okay, I'll go with it. And so when we speak about work-life balance and loving yourself, because her top goal, we're going to get to your dreams, and then we're going to get to Nasaria's in a moment, your top goal being work-life balance and taking care of yourself and loving yourself. Look, if if she can, we can, is what I say. You know what I mean? If she can, we can. And that's why you're such an inspiration. So in the spirit of celebrating you, share a little bit about what you feel comfortable with sharing with, as my mama says, the World Wide Web of what your own goals are and why dreams are so important. Yeah. Um, if I may, I, I have this thing I wrote down a long time ago, um, but it says, if your dreams don't scare you, they aren't big enough. Dream big dreams. Hope, big hopes, write it down, get it out of your head and onto paper. Don't worry about it if it's achievable or realistic. There'll always be time later for achievable and realistic. List the outrageous, scary, and wonderful things you've ever or never thought possible. Dreams, goals, and hopes. And I've always done this. Um, You know, like, I mean, if anyone ever challenged me, oh, that's going to be too hard. Or, oh, you can't do that. You know, yeah, watch me. Every year we want to take at least two vacations for the family. This year we really want to go to Hawaii. Um, You know, one of my dreams was, you know, for my 50th to go to, I had never been to Napa, go for my 50th to go, just my husband and I to Napa. And we actually went last year. We're not 50 yet. So, yeah. So we're just, you know, you say them, you write them, you talk about them. They happen. You just obviously have to work for it, have to have some grit. Um, the other one is, uh, I really want to work only three days a week so I can spend some time with my children, um, since some of them are still small. Um, and that's a kind of a progress it's progressed. Um, I kind of, I'm at three and a half, which is fine, but, um, yeah, I'm working there. I'm working towards it. Not sure if I'll get, end up getting an associate or not, or if I need to, 
I'd like to at times. There's days I definitely wish I had one. Um, another dream is just quality time with the family. You know, we enjoy movie nights. We enjoy just date nights, just my husband and I, yeah. and then time with the kids. And um, we enjoy a lot of time together. So doing what I love is not my life. It's doing what I love. Um, but my life is my family. As purpose-driven as each of you are to your profession and your community, you make it okay to say the number one thing is me and my family. Like when I talk to your team, like that's all of their deep core purpose and you make that okay. So I think that's very special about it. And then the other thing that I think is unique is I help uh, Dr. Likes just as much with holding her accountable for what she wants to do for the practice so that she can make a contribution to her community as I do to her personal goals. Like we don't distinguish the difference. We go hard for personal, we go hard for professional and it's the same. So what you're going to hear is this amazing um, awakening of Nasaria, because if you remember, so we've been doing this, this is our second year and this looking at our dreams and then picking goals and then going for them ferociously. We just recently added um, accountability partners. So you and Nasaria are accountability partners. She has the wonderfulness of having this personal growth warrior as her accountability partner. And I know she was scared at first, the CEO and the owner of the business. Yeah, she was nervous. And then my office manager, Katie, told her, no, be happy because you know you're going to get what you want because yes. she's going to push you and keep you accountable. Yeah. So I can't wait for you to hear from that perspective. We have to go all the way back to last year, though. Well, six months in, around July, we celebrated all these dreams that your team um, fulfilled. Nasaria was just coming on around that time. Yeah. And remember she said that her husband said, why are you all doing all this personal stuff at work? Why are you doing that? You need to just work. Mm -hmm. So she and he went from that to what you're going to hear today. And that to me is part of the remarkable thing. And then I want you to also just listen for how we can support her through the rest of the year to really have these breakthroughs. She had an amazing breakthrough. One other thing is she recited a poem because her assignment before this was, to take a area that she was really working on. And since she wanted to start getting back into poetry, write a poem about it. And so I have that captured too. So awesome. Take a listen. I love how you captured a barrier and we're like bulldozing it down with the strength. Yes. Yes. And that was my whole, I like tried to make that into, you know, like, when I do feel lazy and when I, you know, just go back to the poem. And I love that. So let's back up. Okay. So what would you say are your top goals for 2022 off of your 100 dream list? So the okay. first and foremost would be fit into my outfit. I feel like if I feel good, I will do so much better. So that is my number one. Uh, number two is uh, plan a family vacation, which is in the works. Um, do more clinically um, in the office, which I have been. Um, uh, more one-on-one -on -one, one -on -one time with hubby, uh, start writing again, and then pay off my uh, lawyer. So if you look at it and juxtapose it or and compare it to being lazy, if you think about it, the opposite of that is discipline. Yeah. That just sort of came to my mind. So I want you to really see that. Actually, now that I look at all of these, you've really got two things to do. Don't be lazy and be disciplined. Does that make sense? Where does that fall in your life? Um, everywhere. <laughs> um, 
I mean, uh, the the lazy part is like really hard because um, I, it's hard to get up in the mornings. Like in the mornings, that's where I find myself really like lacking. It's like, oh my God, I need to get up. I need to just do it. And that's part of my just do it mindset is like, you, you don't think about it. The more you think about it, the more you're going to get into that, you know, lump slump type uh, attitude. Yeah. So um, yeah. with discipline, um, I think I have it. I just need to tap into it. I think, you know, the more I do it, the more it becomes a regular habit. So I just need to tap into my discipline because I know I have it. Um, yeah. I just need to um, yeah. do it. <laughs> And think about it. So two things. I want you to recite your poem again because that was the assignment initially. She understood the assignment. So you understood <laughs> the assignment. And that was like, you did it faster than I ever thought. And I love what you shared about you and your hubby doing it together. I love when you all do those kinds of things. And it's so funny because I think you guys have come such a long way in your new job. Because remember in the beginning, he was like, why are you doing all this personal self-development stuff at work girl just go to yeah. work and you're like this is what they want me to do and now you're like this is what I do I do yes yes it's so funny you say that and he was just like you know I talked to my boss about health coach and you know they were just like do you really need that in your field you're an IT guy and he was like yeah we do we do and he was just like oh okay and so they pitched it to his boss and his boss I think laughed but he was just like that I'll I'll bring it up next year we'll bring it up next year what you wish or your husband wishes that um his leaders thought like Dr. Lights because what she believes is first of all she wants you all to be happy right she wants you all to be personally fulfilled but she also knows what I know the same muscle you build to reach your personal goals is the same muscle you're going to build to reach your professional goals so there is no yeah. difference read your beautiful poem if you wouldn't mind all right I didn't name my poem actually I didn't name it mm. what would you name it yeah, now looking at it based mm. on what we're talking well let's hear it first and then let's come up with a, a name go ahead okay uh, this dreadful sound of this alarm makes me want to throw my arm and cause it harm. There is nothing I want more than to stay laying in this bed. So much to do, I should probably just get up instead. What's five more minutes in this warmth and comfort? My inner beast wants to get up and punch her. That tug of war starts to begin, but Kim's words start to sink in. Use the driving force and you'll be back on course. I close my eyes and think of my whys. My legs start to move and I'm back in my groove. Up, 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 fill your cup, slay the day. You're not going to be lazy today. <laughs> yes. There's so many things in there that could be the title. Yeah. So in your most humanness, knowing what you really feel is the root cause of you not living up to your own expectations. Look through those words of that poem and what would you title it? Because I want you to title it something that, so you don't have to always read the poem. The minute that you feel yourself slipping into laziness, you could say that sentence or those words and it would be the trigger. I guess it would be slay the day. I thought so too. Yeah. Thank you yeah. for helping me. I was always, I think I just, I'm, I'm comparing my old self to my now self because I was always the morning person. I was always the one jumping up and they would always say, I, I drink crazy juice because in the morning 
I would okay. always be up and like alert. And I was always the, hey guys, you know, I was the one in the office that was like, good morning. And everyone's all like, what good about it? You know, I was always that, that energy. Oh. And so now that I'm getting older, like in the last like couple, three years, I'm noticing that I, it's hard to get up in the morning for me now. Like, so I think it's something else. You have to look and see, am I going to bed enough? Am I getting that deep sleep? So while you all are studying sleep, look and see maybe, is there something physiological, something that you're taking, eating, doing, uh, worried about through the night? You know what I mean? Figure out what has had you not be that person. So I'm going to take back what I was going to say, which was maybe you're just not a morning person and you don't want to do all that in the morning, but I'm going to say no. Let's get to the root of it. And what a fascinating way to do that while you're studying sleep in the practice. So your first assignment between now and the next time we meet would be to start to get to the root cause, this hoarder of what is it, and follow your doctor's orders, get the book, read it, investigate. That's what I say. And then the last thing I would say about do more clinically is, have you, have you talked to Dr. Likes about it or are you just kind of, this is something that you no. want to do? Yeah. No, so what I'm saying is I know that she's got a big gap of things that she needs. I mean, I was a dental assistant for years, but I, Oh, you were, that's why you were I was cross trained yeah. and I slowly drifted from assisting. I forgot I, that part. Yeah. And I, you know, so, um, I was more that way, but I, I, I just saw, I thought that that's something that was, was needed. So is that your best use of time? I guess is what I'm trying to get at. I know okay. you want to do more clinically and you want to just help your team. It would be interesting when we sit with Dr. Likes and look at your performance review. Is that what she'd want you to do with your extra time or not? Okay. Yeah. So what are you taking away today? Um, my takeaway from today's meeting would be um, just to dig deeper, dig deeper in this morning hopping, not happening type thing. <laughs> You know. So I'm going to give you a different definition of slay the day, because I think what you're thinking slay the day is, is hop up, just do it. And I'm saying that there's more to it than that. Just do it is one mindset, hard work, but worth it means I got to get to the root cause. I got to find out. I may have to do some research. You follow okay. me? And that should give you comfort because that means you don't want to just beat yourself up and call yourself lazy when it's something else going on. Right, right then what you're teaching us actually does help because it's like you always say the whys like you need to what are the whys you know and like the uh, driving forces that was like a big eye-opener is because I'm like oh you know everybody has reasons but like to actually identify them and pinpoint them and actually like work on them that's the hard part you know first of all I'm just so because it's confidential, you don't always get to hear all the, just how hard they're working during coaching and how serious they're taking it and all the ahas that happen. And I do love that we're going to start our triangle where they can debrief with you what they got out of it, um, along with me with you. But what were your initial takeaways? I had a whole bunch. Um, but oh, I did too. About, I, yeah. You. I started writing some down. Um, well, for, I w I'm very impressed. Um, at the same time, I'm not surprised. Yeah. She's an amazing lady. She really is. And I love that I'm her accountability partner because I definitely, knowing this little bit of insight from her, I can help her with that discipline. Mm -hmm. um, 
yeah, I, I guess I want to learn what it is that, how I can better support her because. Yeah. You know what it is? Can I share? Yeah. What my big aha, even after I talked to her was you heard me say at the end that really what was going on with her is you constantly heard her say, just do it, just do it, just do it. And that is what you admire about her that she'll just do it. Should, should, you know, anything you need to get done, she'll get her done. Right. Yeah. If you listen to the two things that I brought out, but I'm sure there's others, the aspect of getting up in the morning and just doing it versus researching and finding out what she really is going on with her body or mind or what she needs to do. And then even the aspect of just do it, help out with the team. She didn't know if that was what you wanted her to do or not. And I know you've got a lot of great things you'd love, you know, Nasaria to do. So imagine just doing it and then she's on this path and then you've got to reel her back in or not. So the just do it is her strength and then the just do it is a weakness. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I say you tie into that, if you could receive now the World yeah. Wide Web gets to see our coaching, you make being a personal growth warrior look easy. It's going to make bring tears to my eyes. And I know countless books you're reading, groups you're in, self-reflection, tears, screaming, texts that you send me, like, blah, 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 blah. like you and Jason know how hard you work to have to be a personal growth warrior. If you make it look too easy, people think that it's just about slaying the day and having a slogan. And I'm like, no, you got to slay. Slay is like fighting the dragon. So I think my coaching for you is to even be more transparent and vulnerable of what you have to do to slay your own dragons. And so they can see that it actually takes work. Sorry, I'm making it look so easy, <laughs> you know, but it isn't. What does that ring for you? It speaks to me because yesterday I had one of the worst days in dentistry in a long time. Yeah. And no one in the office knew about it. Right. Um, you know, when they ask, oh, how'd, how'd your day go? Or how'd your weekend go? Or how, you know, it's, oh, oh great. It went fine. Yeah. It was fine. Because what am I going to do? You know, tell them all my problems. Cry and snot. So, yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, you have to battle your own you have to be really, oh, I guess, humble and very, very authentic with yourself and with others. And yeah, and I know I, sometimes I don't know how to be an okay, vulnerable, yeah. like in an okay, vulnerable state in front of others. Because mm -hmm. many times people don't know how to react or how to respond. Mm -hmm. And it's not that I need them to respond. It's I just want them to be aware that it's not that easy. Yes. And, you know, I think we both love Brene Brown and she talks about vulnerability yes. and shame yeah. and all that. And one of the things that way back when that I loved about it was talking about that messy middle. So, look, we just uncovered. I promised Dr. Likes this time would be worth her while, not only an interview and not only sharing her greatness with the world, that it would be that coachable moment. And I was confident we would come up to it, didn't know what it would be. It is that as you support Nasaria and others, you figure out also how to share just the right amount. And there is an art and science to it. As a coach, I have to learn it. How do I share enough about me? People go, like, you never really tell your whole story, but I can tell you really understand. 
And so how do you be a personal growth warrior and show your scars without grossing somebody out? Like, you know, yeah. the key would be not showing them while they're still bleeding. But once that scab is on, it's okay to say, let me tell you where this one came from and this one came from and what's going on. And this one actually still hurts. We can work on how you can be and show the wounded warrior, if you will. And what Brene Brown called it was that messy middle. That sometimes we say one, well, first, once upon a time it was this, and then she married the prince and went off. And then we don't know how, what that middle part was for you and Jason and how you got there or what goes on now, you know what I mean? To use the analogy. So I think that's a great opportunity for us because then you will inspire them to really do the work. Now I say one more thing. Mm -hmm. You got a busy day. I'm going to share what I mean by self-love is the new self-discipline. I was inspired by a website called MeaningfulLife.com. And the post was about how to practice self-discipline with self-love. And I just want to read it because in being a warrior or slaying the day, we also don't want to accidentally slay ourselves in the process, right? And be too hard on ourselves. So the quote was, whether you're embarking on an exercise regimen, attempting work that you've been procrastinating, trying to establish a new healthy habit, you'll get farther and you'll do better with your results if you do it with a pleasant and loving attitude. I'm going to say towards self is what they mean. Treat yourself gently and allow your strengths and talents to slowly emerge. Work every day, work consistently, but work tenderly. You must not diminish or destroy yourself while trying to improve your life. Build yourself up while you go out of your comfort zone. And that's, I think, the best way to look at self-love is the new self-discipline. So I think you and Nasaria as partners can be gentle with each other and then push each other. Your challenge is, though, to let her really see behind the curtain. Big aha also was I love it because just like you and Jason bond together and do these uh, projects and dreams and goals, Nasari and her husband are doing the same thing. It's just so adorable, right? Um, what you also didn't hear was when she wrote her poem, he was like, I didn't know you wrote poetry. And it was doing the exercise that he saw it. And then she didn't know he used to write short stories. So they like bonded over like the creatives that they do. What would you say though? You have a moment. We have a moment to say to her husband's leader, as they got the nerve to pitch coaching right to him and he laughed at them, which I've been laughed out of offices before when I said I wanted to coach teams. So what would you say to Nasaria's husband's leader on why coaching will help them and him? I think as a business owner, this is such an amazing way to build relationships and you really do grow professionally because you're you're looking at yourself first you're growing yourself first and you can only get better on the outside if you're getting better on the inside yeah takeaways from today <sighs> that i am very blessed and fortunate to have um cross paths with you That's my takeaway. Thank I'll you. I'll get teary-eyed if I say more, but you're just a blessing. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. All right.